Craft Beer Radio, episode 447, recorded on December 16th, 2017. Let me tell you. I see you girls checking out the crumb. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, our 447th episode. <laughs> I think I just messed that up completely. Doesn't really matter. Uh, 3 till 4.50, at which point we're, you know, past that mark. Yeah, yeah. I have a new life goal. I see that, you know, the Simpsons are at 630-some episodes, and they're probably going to finish up at season 30, but I think 669. Okay. So before, you want to beat the Simpsons? I just want to have more episodes in the Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. It's just rough, but we'll see. What it's we a life do goal, it. new life goal. All right. So we were going to do a show where we thought we we're going to drink four different uh, treatments of Pilsner Raquel. Mm-hmm. Because Dave sent me this neat little collector's pack of Pilsner Raquel, and turns out I got skeptical. I'm like, what are different about these? And you know what's different about these? The cans. They had different labels on the cans. It came in this fancy tin with, you know, and I just thought, oh, that'd be cool. Because they're talking about their history in 1842 and stuff. And I thought, you know, that they put out a flight of beers. Mm-hmm. And then we, like, you had wanted to do this. And actually, we, we put it off last week. And you said, you know, before the show, like, you want to do it this week. So I was like, yeah. all right, we can do it. And we got him, we got him in front of us. And we're like, wait, it's different. And now, what would have like, been really fun... Is, is yeah. doing the show thinking that they were different? I don't think we would have because I would have looked up and would have found <laughs> nothing. I know. Yeah. But it's still, I, I want to look at the alternate timeline. Uh-huh. I want to go into that universe where, where <laughs> we reviewed four identical beers in different cans mm-hmm. and, and what we said about them. All right. Well, let's see about this one. This, is, this, this can is the butterscotch can. Uh, it has a sort of orange bottom and a uh, kind of cream vanilla top to it on the can, I should say. The beer itself is pouring a dark straw, like a you know slightly golden straw, and these are half liter cans, I think. What's the volume? 4.4% alcohol volume, 40 IBU of this Pilsner from the Czech Republic. Yep, 500 milliliters. You get an extra nine-tenths of an ounce over a pounder can. Zot's hops in this guy. Uh, very clear, as you would expect. Yep, gold, rich gold color. It's really pretty to look at. And the aroma of the hops are in there. This beer. What's the date on this thing? It is... Is that a Best Buy? Yeah, Best Buy March of 2018. I don't know what the lifetime is on this. It doesn't smell super fresh and bright. No, but it, it smells fine. Um, getting a little sweetness from uh, the Pilsner malt. Mm-hmm. It, my first impression is it's coming across really toasty. It has a good amount of malt to it, right? And that is a little, it's a little less crisp than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But it does have a nice kind of hot buzz to it as well. It has a, has a bit of a bite there. It finishes pretty dry. It finishes almost like a 
it was a bit crackery. That was like a water cracker is how it's finishing where you get a little bit of, you know, the graininess, but you know, the, the toast doesn't really linger. Like mm-hmm. It is up front. It's, um, fine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying, I'm trying to like to pick out things that are, really good but it's like i'm thinking of like trumer had that real awesome crispness to mm-hmm. it and it had and and it was like every every sip you, you felt like it, i don't know it was it was it was washing your mouth out with the pilsner flavor and then then an ending right this is you know the the sweetness is staying around a little bit more um so is the bitterness yeah i think this one definitely has some age on it i think that the hops have faded a bit on it and they're coming across a little more bitter, and you're not getting as much of a liveliness up front. That's why I think weirdly the, the the water is weird. It tastes to me like it's a little more minerally than I would expect, or, or I don't know. It, it tastes like it, it 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 tastes like it's not as soft as I would expect. Yeah, it does feel a little sharp. It does. I was thinking about that. About that just a minute ago where, you know, think about the difference between Bavarian and Bohemian, and this is supposed to be a Bohemian poser. And I was thinking, you know, really, it's kind of coming across a little bit sharper. Because when I think of a Bavarian pills, I think very soft, mm-hmm. very round edges instead of sharp, pointy edges. This kind of feels like it has a more pointy edge to it. I mean, that's it. I don't think it's bad. It's just, you know, there are other pilsers that I think mm-hmm. are better. As I'm drinking it, I'm noticing that that toastiness is getting a little more like a, a, a there's a little bit of red, so you know, a little bit of butter in there, a butter cracker. You know, I think there's a slight hint of diacetyl coming through, which for this style is permissible. So this was the first, right? This was the original lager. Pilsner, you know. Pilsner. Uh, the original Pilsner, okay. So a light yeah. Beer, right? With modern kilning techniques to keep the grains light, and then you know those caves. You gotta yeah. have those caves. Yeah, soft water, and uh, makes those hops pop. For people over the age of twenty-one only, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you don't see that on can on cans very often. It might be because it's um, only U.S. distribution. Because I think in, um, I know Canada. I think it's twenty-one or is it eighteen in Canada? I don't know. Not sure. (laughs) For people over the age of twenty-one only. We don't have. We don't really have much more to say about it. It's it's Pilsner Kell. You've probably had it before. Yeah. Uh, We're not getting anything like if it's not among your favorite beers I, there's, it's, I'm not going to be able to convince you it should be and I don't have any rights to I don't feel like mm-hmm. I should anyway right um, you know what you're getting with it alright let's move on to the second okay. can of Pilsner <laughs> tastes more green labely than this one should have done the black label one alright What's next? Should we go with the cream ale? 
Yeah, let's do that. All right, so this is from Shiner. This is, uh, by the way, that beer and this beer and two others were uh, sent to us by Dave. Thank you, Dave. Their homespun cream ale. 5% alcohol by volume, 16 IBU. They say specialty wheat malts are involved. And they say no milk, cream, or dairy, just deliciousness. Looks almost the same, right? I mean, the, the color is this golden straw. Yeah, it's a rich gold like the last uh-huh. one. It's, it's crystal clear like the last one. A little bit less of a head. Aroma is much different. The yeah. aroma has more of um, a bit of a wheat type aroma there. It's uh, more crispy on the nose. Hmm. A little estuary. A little bit, yes. Kind of, yes. Um, I'd say a little bit of a mix between clover and bubblegum. my mouth out to get a little bit of that. It's competing with the the mm-hmm. bitterness that's left behind from the pills in your kill, so yeah. you get a better sip. Right off the bat, it does not taste like cream corn. No. So that's a good thing. What it does, what cream it does have, it has a bit of like a cream soda type flavor. Yeah, right. Like, um, yeah, so more of a vanilla. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting a whole lot of corniness here. I'm not getting cracked corn either. Mm-hmm. It's more like wheat. Yeah. And you you said we, you did mention corn in the ingredient no, list. Right? Well, I, I don't have their ingredient oh, list, okay. unfortunately. Just just have from their uh, uh, site, and it just said they use specialty wheat malts. Okay. I mean, I got to think if you're doing a cream uh, a, a cream, you have to put corn in it, right? Actually, the one I had at the brewery tonight didn't have any corn in it either. So. Huh. But yeah, I don't know. Like that's what I'm looking for. I want that cracked corn flavor. Mm. That's that's for me. That's that's the cream ale that I want to drink. Yeah, this is more like a wheat with a vanilla ester mm-hmm. thing going on. Yeah. If, if you think just... if you think like cream soda, cream uh-huh. ale, like when I was a kid, oh Genesee cream ale, that sounds good. Uh huh. This is kind of the flavors I was expecting out of it, right? They're they're subtle though. I mean, if if you, it's also a little bit like uh, Anderson Valley Summer Solstice. Yeah, right. That's kind of that. That was the one that uh, had a lot of that cream creamsicle yeah thing going on. I think they call it cerveza crema, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually better than the Pilsner Urquell because it's, I'm, I'm it's with more. You. Yeah, more I think enjoyable. it's a little more drinkable. Mm-hmm. I think the hops had faded in that Pilsner, and just yeah. bitterness was too present. There wasn't enough else going on in there. This is the Shiner Homespun. This is a nice drinkable ale, and and I could di- definitely see you know putting down a couple of these. 
you know, you're watching some TV mm -hmm. or something, watching a game. For sure. Yeah, I'm actually digging that uh, kind of sweetness in the in the mm -hmm. vanilla type flavors that are coming off of this. Well, it's almost the end of the Christmas shopping season, so hopefully that you've done your shopping by starting at craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. Because everyone knows when you start your shopping session at craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon, everything is just better. Everything. I mean, the the, your, the people will like the gifts better. Mm -hmm. You'll feel better about giving them. <laughs> Definitely. The, the delivery guy is happier. He will not stomp on your boxes if you use craftbeerradio.com slash The weather will Amazon. be better. Absolutely. Um, and, and better is very... You, you want a nice, sunny Christmas? You know, 85 degrees and sunny? Sure. You want a snowstorm? And, you know, you want it to be, you know, warm by the fireplace? Yeah. Just gotta go to craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. It just makes everything better. Everything better. Everything but better. Guaranteed not applicable anywhere. <laughs> Oh, this just came in from our lawyers. It doesn't make it better. <laughs> we can't make those claims. Mm. Okay. So, do you want to save this for later, or do you want to do this now? I mean, we have okay. So we have a Christmas ale. We have this dropkick ale, which I don't even know what it is. We have a Berliner Weiss, and we have a rear barrel uh, sour. Yeah, let's. Uh... I think we can do the let's do the blender. Alright. Boulevard Brewing Company's Berlin Vice. Four point five percent alcohol by volume, eight IBU. It's uh They say they pay tribute to the style while giving it a distinctively American twist. I wonder what that is. So it's a so the style of course is sour mash wheat wheat beer. Uh it's low in alcohol, not very hoppy traditionally. Color is a cloudy straw. A little bit of tart on the nose, a little bit of a wheat tart. Yeah, the, the tartness, it, it's definitely coming across lactic. It's not quite yogurty, but it... No, doesn't, doesn't no, smell yogurty. But, but the thing I am smelling, I was, I was not expecting, is it smells like there's a... Just from the aroma, I haven't tasted it yet, I don't know. But it seems like it's a little more funky than just a Berliner Weiss. It seems like it's brett or barrelly or something like that on the aroma. It's a little drier. It's a little straw or dusty. It dusty is a good one. I don't know about the other. One. I don't know Brett. I don't. Really yeah, it's just it. when I smelled it, it, it smelled more like um, a wild or a Brett, you know, thing than just a straight up Berliner. It does have a little bit of like a acetobacter smell to it, right? Like a little bit of a of a citric acid thing to it. Not quite lactic. Hmm. 
This is one of the ones we put out of the fridge late, so it's kind of chilly still. But that's a lactic sour, so never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't have any kind of funk. It's lemony. Yeah, it's, I was going to say lemony, yeah. Yeah, it's that kettle sour mixed with all that wheat. I saw a picture on Twitter today. I posted it to the one channel. It's from Kansas City Beer Company, I think. In the top of the can, it says, not owned by Belgians. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> because Boulevard is owned by Duvet Morgul. Oh, or <laughs> Duvel Morgan. <Yeah. laughs> um... This is okay. It's it, it's actually you know it's better than okay. It's 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 decent. It's pretty, pretty good for, for but it's like I'm somehow expecting more. It's a it's a Berliner Weiss. I mean, it shouldn't you right shouldn't be digging into right. It for why tons why of, am I expecting more? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it's if there's if there's more funky or more sour, then first off, you don't want like teeth mm-hmm. teeth dissolving sour. You know, so I think it this I think it has a good balance to it. Uh it's a summertime you know, think of a summertime drink, right? It's not going to be it's gonna be the Star Wars. It's not gonna be the California dreaming <laughs> in these cold winter nights. Don't expect oh, the California dreaming on such a winter's day, I should say. That was fun to sing at the I totally would recommend, if you get a chance, the Japanese karaoke is so much fun. Because you can sing all the songs you want with your friends, and right. it doesn't matter. Right. You don't have you a know, room full of right. strangers judging you. Just your friends judge you. And you get enough alcohol that there's no <laughs> judging going on. It still seems way too cold. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty one. It gives you what it is. Yeah, right away. So like, there's nothing to talk about. Like, it has a nice malt character. You know, it probably has a little. I mean, it's four and a half percent, so it's a little bit fuller than like a traditional. I guess I was looking earlier. for what they said the American twist, and I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, maybe a little bit more malt. Maybe, but that didn't seem like a, a huge twist. <laughs> yeah, I guess they said it's just a twist. Just twist. Like this twist of lemon, right? Could be. I don't know. But a distinctively American one, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't Distinctive. know. Distinctive. Boy, that tastes like slightly, ever so slightly more malty. That is distinctively American. That's not what I'm saying to myself. No. What would a distinctively American taste? I guess like a mountain of hops. A bunch of Chinook hops, right? <laughs> a super bitter, resiny hop blast. That would be distinctive for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Dropkick Ale. We don't know what it is yet, do we? It is an American Amber Red Ale. Your favorite. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Weston, Weston, which had uh, a couple uh, couple beers on last time. One of them was uh, a big failure, and one of them was not bad. Mm-hmm. 
So this kind of looks like a more brown ale than anything else. Uh, but it's really hazy. It's pretty hazy. The aroma has kind of toffee, top, mostly toffee notes, a little bit of, I don't know, is that, <laughs> is that red ale thing? So it's a slight kind of woodiness, a slight sort of oakiness. Mm-hmm. The outside of a peanut, a okay. peanut shell. Now you say peanuts, yeah. It's come through in the flavor, too. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that peanut thing. This, <laughs> this is, is pretty cold, too. It's pretty cold. It, it was, so what, we had that Irish... What was the one we had last time? The What was that? It was Irish... But it wasn't Irish red. It was, right, uh, no, it was something different. I'm, I'm forgetting... Um, Irish. It was an O'Malley. It was called O'Malley's. And yes, it was. Uh, it was a, it wasn't there cream ale, but it wasn't like cream. Irish cream. You know, Irish cream ale. Irish cream ale. Right. So, That's what it was. <laughs> it was like a mix between like a I don't know <laughs> a red ale and a cream ale. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, but it wasn't bad. If I think peanuts. Like the like literal peanut shells. Mm-hmm. Then I get a lot of the flavors. I think they're coming here. Yeah. It's 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 the flavors I just don't get. It's the, the Irish red red ale type flavors. It's not like an American hoppy red or anything. Right. Either. No. It's just the red malt. And it's it's a malty. You know, it's a toasted. Malty thing. It's a little bit, a little bit nutty. A little bit, um, a little just vaguely fruity, kind of on the plum side. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know why anyone would make this beer, make a beer like this. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, you know, you know what I would say it reminds me of a little bit is flan. Really? Yeah, like a uh, you know, it's, it's it's a slight kind of caramelly, but it's also like creamy dessert that has a little bit of a toasty, somewhat weedy toast thing. That and maybe frosted flakes, not frosted, but frosted uh, frosted wheat. Those big frosted mini wheats. Oh no, the big, the big wheats. The big ones. They taste different than mini wheats. I guess lower, lower wheat ratio or or frosted ratio. I don't even know that they sell them frosted. I don't think they sell the big ones frosted. It's just big, you know, bales of wheat, (laughs) dried wheat. Well, not my style. Okay, just about everything that's in that. I just don't... I've you been, picked it, man. What's that? You picked it. I know. I know. I didn't know what it was. It doesn't say on the can what it is. All right, well, this must be Gumby's beer because it's Christmas, damn it, from <laughs> Jailbreak Brewing Company. This is sent to us by the brewery. This Thank is... You, well, yeah, it's, it's Christmas, damn it. There are other 
so this is their Christmas treatment on their uh, Belgian style ale, mm-hmm. which is Van Dammit. <laughs> and um, as you can see here, it's a sleigh in the background, but it's a guy in like a karate outfit. Well, this one's Santa Clausized, but you know it's Jean Claude Van Damme. But to get around the trademark or whatever, Van Dammit. And he's kind of cursing a blown-up van on the other can. And here he's cursing. Have you ever seen the old Eddie Murphy where he played uh, Gumby at Saturday Night Live? Yeah, yeah. I'm Gumby, damn it! Yeah, yeah. Well, here he's cursing a, a blown-up uh, Christmas sleigh. This is from Jailbreak. They sent us this beer. There's a brewer, there's a beer. I search for I'm Gumby Dammit, and one of the things that comes up is uh, Atherton Street Brewing has a beer called I'm Gumby Dammit. Enough breweries that anything you can think of, it's cause there's, there's, there's almost like a Rule 34 thing coming around where if you can think of it, it's been done. It's it, a brewery's use it for a title of a beer. I found a uh, a brewery name generator, mm-hmm. and it would give you like. 20 brewery names. And I don't know whether it was a weak brewery generator that wasn't very imaginative or very prescient brewery generator because every time I generate a list, at least three of them were like actual breweries. (laughs) Brewery name generator. Give me 10 random names for breweries. Okay. (laughs) Click the button above to... Click on the button to generate 10 random names. Okay. The favorite one that I had generated was like the Harry Tot- Turtle Brewery. <laughs> Passage Brewing Company, Buffalo Brewers, Stranger Tides Fermentary, Celestial Brewing Company, probably already exists, Blizzard Brewing Company, Valiant Brewing Company, almost certainly already exists, Angel Wing Brewing Company, yep, Equinox Brewers, sure, Marble Brewing Company, I absolutely think they exist. Yes. <laughs> Avalanche Craft Ales, po- quite possibly. <laughs> uh... The Crystal Fermentary, Blue Creek Bluing Company, Over the Hop. I'm sure that exists. Uh, hop Dog Hop Brewers. Dog, Magnitude Brewery, Sweetwater Ale Works, The Catford. Yeah, these are all like, yep, I can totally see these. <laughs> Rough Draft Ale Works. I like it. We did Celestial again, so they, they yeah. really have a mustache brewer's. Full Moon Brewery, is that already exist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hop Aurora um, Brewing Company. Hop of the Hour Brewing Company. Anyway, I thought it was yeah. funny. Because I was looking for, you know, there's something happening on Twitter. I'm like, let's just find the brewery generator. I'm like, wait a second. Elysian Stone. Wait, what's going on uh-huh. here? Yeah. The Hairy Turtle. <laughs> Why not? If the nat- if the dancing gnome could be a brewery. All right. So this is a Christmas version of a dark Belgian, and the aroma. There's a lot of warming spices on here. There's also a sort of Belgian estuary. Yeah, the Belgian estuary is, I think I would say, like pear bubblegum is kind of the main things that are in the aroma. And then the spices don't seem like over the top, but you know, I think there's some like nutmeg in there. Maybe a light treatment of cinnamon. 
something spicy like uh so you just mentioned the color it's kind of a, a reddish toffee mm-hmm. pretty clear real clear actually Kind of like a Christmassy bread pudding. Um, I would say uh, mid to heavy on the spices, actually. Okay, yeah. And um, which is not really my favorite type of uh, beer. But bit of, bit of like a, a fruitcake. You know, like all yeah. the all the stuff in a fruitcake is mm-hmm. kind of coming through. But it, it it works enough here that I'm not like... I'm not down on it. And mm-hmm. in particular, I'm not getting over nutmegged, yeah. which can be a big problem. Yeah, I'm just trying to pump some more heat into this thing to really mm-hmm. open it up. Me too. Me this too. is one of the beers. It's a little bit colder because we pulled it out of the fridge after the pre-show when we realized we had four of the same Pilsner Hill. <laughs> oh, I like that one. With a lot warmer... The esters, the Belgian character, really comes through a lot more. And, or I'm just getting acclimated to the Christmas spices, and they weren't as quite as, as hard or boisterous right up front. Has a nice kind of caramel toffee aftertaste to it. See, to me, I'm getting, I'm starting to get overspiced here. It's starting to. To taste like I'm putting a big bag of spices in my mouth, and that's I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I I, sure. I feel like a light touch is necessary when you're doing these these spice beers, and it really is kind of like overwhelming me, okay. especially as it gets warmer. I think if you like a spice beer, this is pretty well put together, but it is really not my style. I'm trying to figure out what that like main spice on the aroma is. It's it's a mace or something. It might be it might like, be mace. It's kind of woody. It's a little bit. It's a little bit aromatic, almost like a um, incense or something like yeah. that. It's got a little. It's got a little frankincense thing going. On. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it definitely. Hey, yeah, those warming spices. It's it, yeah, not not for me. Not gonna finish it. All right, let's move on to the next beer. All right, our final beer of the night is from the Rare Barrel. It is Golden Sour Beer. The Map of the Sun is the name of the beer. It's a Golden Sour aged in oak barrels with apri or apricots, depending on how you want to pronounce it. They say fermented with a universe of microorganisms. Ooh. As far as I know, the only microorganisms we know of have come from this planet. Uh, Golden Tower is beaming with uh, notes of ripe apricots and apricot skin. Oh, okay. Here's... Okay, okay. Um, so, fruit is used in the beer. Apricots, of course. Yeast, Saison DuPont, Brebeniasis Amalgamation Blend, 
Bremenice's Locristi blend. Bremenice's Clausini. Bastogne. Bremenice's Bruxellenis. That that's a fairly common one. Bremenice's Lambicus. Bremenice's Anomala and Bremenice's Bruxellenis Vardre. Wow. Okay. Bacteria. Lactobacillus delbrecki and Pediococcus damnosus and mixed culture. 6.3% alcohol by volume. <laughs> so what, they added like eight different culture, or yeah. it, like or at least in the barrel or something, it has had eight different cultures to it? Or a culture in like eight different strains? That and... was definitely the, the most interesting ingredient list I've ever read. <laughs> Those Latin ones, I mean, for sure. Some of those, some of those breads, you can tell they're coming from like different regions or maybe from different breweries, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you got, um, like, the last one you read was Vardre, right? That's probably like from Dre Fontaine, mm. and Bruxellensis, you know, is you know from from the Brussels area, of course. But right. you know, and I, you know, I don't want to wager, but probably from one of the the breweries there. <clears throat> and you got one from Bastogne. And uh, it's very interesting. I'd love to, you know, spend some time looking up, like, the origin stories of some of these bacteria, or yeasts. The the color is a very straw, very yellowy, hazy straw. Definitely a kind of apricot, but a, but a more fresh apricot. I'm more used to dried apricots because, of course, that's too, mm-hmm. you know, normally what you what you encounter, not fresh ones. Yeah. Yeah, the aroma you get the kind of fruitiness. You get the kind of like a wheat type character, and then you get you know, something that's I guess just coming across a bit like a dusty book or something like that is kind of the this was sent to us from the brewery by the way yeah kind of what you get from all those uh ingredients all right so moving on to the flavor this is tart it's tart all around Ooh, for sure Let's take yeah. a sip here. Try to dial in this one. Hmm. It it rounds out nicely at the end. I, I think that the the apricot cut actually is really well integrated here because it it doesn't overpower with a familiar fruit essence, but it kind of rounds out the sourness at the end and 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 kind of brings a brings a closure to the to the flavor. Right. Yeah, the it, it's funny. This one doesn't with all those ingredients. I was expecting like big bread flavors mm-hmm. or some funk. The 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 main kind of flavor in here is kind of like a regular straight sour. You know, like a Berliner, like the Berliner Weiss we had earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a citric type sour with a little bit of lactic in there. It's not. It's well, not. It doesn't seem very exotic on the first sip. 
Well, so this is a blend, right? So they're mm-hmm. they blend it together to make this yeah. concoction. So they know what they're what they're aiming for. Yeah, uh, and they're clearly aiming not not necessarily for the most complex and assertive, mm-hmm. you know, crazy thing. But they are definitely. But but that said, there there's a real. Um, uh, a real sort of bullseye they're aiming for, and I think they pretty much nail it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and where it's different from a Berliner Weiss is you have those fruit flavors, right? You have that apricot, you have a bit of a fuller body, mm-hmm. kind of get uh, wheat, you know. It seems like there's some wheat character, but it's not like it's not like a full-on wheat beer. There's still mostly a barley backbone to it. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. I dig it. <laughs> you dig it? I do. Um, I'm trying to see if I can open this up and pull a little bit more. They were saying when we, when we pulled out the, the Pilsner, the four Pilsner Kells, this was the other one. And, <laughs> and, and the, the Shiner and, and Jeff was saying, I wonder which was going to win. He said, I don't know. I mean, uh, my point was, which one would you put money on? Right. Yeah. But uh, this is yeah, this is this is pretty 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 good, pretty mm-hmm. pretty pretty good. Um, I feel bad that I can't figure out more to say about it though. I would really, I mean, I would really enjoy sharing this with some with, with you know, as like a, I mean, I enjoy sharing with you. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like if I and and you who are listening, but I'm saying like if. I were buying one, like I would enjoy sharing this with some some people who came who got over and like let's let's have this. This would be a good kind of yeah, absolutely in front of the fireplace or whatever. Share this beer. All right, ranking time. I believe that's the time that it is. <laughs> oh, let's rank. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I'm gonna put the dropkick in last place. All right. Just. Not really its fault. It's just that I haven't met a Irish red or similar offshoot of of Irish reds that I've really thought were interesting. It just doesn't make sense to me. And it was close enough to that flavor profile that it just didn't work for me. In fifth place, let's do... Gotta do the Pilsner and Co. I just, I think it was just hop faded. I think it was old, and it just was not engaging me tonight. First time I've had it in a can. You would, you would think that the can might be a better vessel for it, but maybe it's you know since maybe it's already a year old. I think it just might be past its prime. Mm-hmm. Um, going to put. Hmm. Got some good beers in these top four. I think I'm going to put the It's Christmas Damn It in fourth place. Uh, was, you know, the spices, like Greg said, you know, they were pretty big on the beer and it was uh, getting, a little, getting to be a little bit overpowering in it. Uh, where I think the other beers I didn't have much to really complain about. So that falls into fourth place. Third place, let's do. Let's do the Shiner Cream Ale. Um, it's kind of a toss-up with the Boulevard. Uh, 
either one. I'd be, I wouldn't argue either way which one, but I think I'm going to put the Shiner in third place. Um, it didn't have the kind of, of com- I don't know. It's just because it had that kind of vanilla cream type flavor mm-hmm. to it. It didn't seem like it was had the kind of complexity going on that the the Bull and Vice had. So you know, I enjoyed that. I'm gonna put the Red Barrel in first place because I mean, this one's a sipper. This one has a bunch of nuance to it, which I really am having a hard time finding words to. But I'm enjoying it immensely. Yeah. Uh, in last place for me is the jailbreak because I couldn't uh, finish it. And again, not because I don't think it was bad necessarily, just really not my style. Uh, and I'm just not into the, the, the big spice bombs. But if you want a big spice bomb, it, it tastes pretty good for a spice bomb. You know, as far as like as far as my palate can determine, right. but it's just not the type of beer I like drinking. In fifth place, I'm going to put the Pilsner Urkel. Um, because it was fine, but it was just like, that's it. It was just fine. Uh, in fourth place, I'm going to put the Weston. I enjoyed it a bit more than Jeff did. I think that there was some interesting kind of notes there, but it would not be, you know, on the list of my, like, stuff that I want to get at a, when I'm at a, when I'm at the bar or something like that. Uh, in third place, I'm going to put the Boulevard because I felt like, uh, I just felt like I was missing something. I felt like I wanted something else to be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in second place in the Shiner, which I thought was uh, not the cream ale I was expecting, but it was really tasty, and I enjoyed it, and I thought it was really <laughs> nice and drinkable. But in first place, this Rare Barrel was uh, was really good. Really, uh, really well done. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Craft Beer Radio. really do appreciate it. If you want to contact us, you can email us, beer at craftbeerradio.com. We also use Twitter. I am at Jeff Bearer. At CBR Greg. And there's an at Craft Your Radio account. And uh, what are we listening to here? This is Flight of the Concord Sugarlux. Okay. You're Flight of the Concord's fan, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not one course a fan. I've listened to them. Obviously, didn't recognize them, so I don't know if you can mm. call me a fan. Have you watched their their series on HBO? No, it, I haven't seen it. It's funny. We see you girls checking out our trunks. We see you girls checking out the front of our trunks. We see you girls looking at our junk, then checking out our rumps, then back to our sugar lumps.